Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 25th of February, 2023. Flyers are back in action tonight, but we got to recap what happened last night at Wells Fargo Center before we turn our attention to tonight against the New Jersey Devils. Also going to hear from head coach John Tortorella. And the Flyers go down last night 5-2 to two, to the hands of the Montreal Canadiens. A lot of times I agree with Torts and his logic and his view of what happened in the game. And then there are times like this that I kind of disagree with some elements of it. Now, there's elements of what he says in this press conference, which I do agree with, that coming back after a long road trip out of time zone, that is always one of the tougher games on the schedule. The time zones mess with you. Returning home messes with you. You'd think that would make it easier, but a lot of times that first game back does not. Now, the Flyers, you know, knowing that, tried to mitigate it by coming back after the Edmonton game the following day and having a full day off yesterday to let the players reassimilate, check the mail, do the laundry, take out the dog, whatever you got to do. Spend time with your wife and kids if, if that's applicable. All of those things. Um, and he didn't say that the result of this game or the performance in this game was necessarily the fact that they're coming back from a trip. He doesn't know, but he would understand if it certainly played a role. And I agree. I mean, I look at back when I used to gamble on games quite a bit years ago. This was one of those situations that I would look at as an opportunity to find a flawed line. You know, you look for certain elements when you're handicapping games in the winter sports like basketball and hockey in the 82-game seasons. You look for four games in six days. You look for five games in seven days when the opposition has not had the same amount of frequency in their schedule. And you look at those opportunities to find a perhaps flawed line. And another one of those things that I would always circle on the schedule are the games when a team returns home after a road trip of three or more where they have traveled multiple time zones because that first game back is always a difficult one. Now, that being said, you know, the 5-2 loss against Montreal, did that play a part in it? Maybe it did. But the reason why I'm not willing to give the pass in this situation because of that is because it's not just the game last night. It's been games with all sorts of different scenarios over the past 13 games. And over the last 13 games, we've seen this Flyers team show a lot of different angles, show a lot of different elements of their personality, and not all are good. Yeah, there's a couple of good ones in there, like the Edmonton 2-1 win in the shootout. We know what shootouts have been like here in Philadelphia since they've been instituted in the National Hockey League. We know what three-on-three overtimes have been like this year for the Flyers. We know that they're a team that struggles to score this season. But we see that game like Edmonton, and we see the game against Calgary. Now, the problem is, is that those two games are outliers in their past 13. They're now 3-7-3 and three in their last 13 games. They're averaging under 2.4 goals per game. They're allowing, if you take the empty net goals away, about 3.3 goals per game. And while those stats kind of belie the season that they're having, and are not shocking that they're having trouble scoring because they've been through probably two-thirds of the season so far. They've been a team that 
has not been a team that scores a lot of goals. But the one thing that they haven't been this year in substantial chunks is a team that looks like it doesn't have its resilience or its identity. And I felt like that game against Montreal last night, and if the road trip was part of it, so be it. But sometimes you need a player or two to pull everybody else into the fight. When the team doesn't have that energy from a road trip or a spot in the schedule. There's got to be a couple players that go out and grab the whole team by the way they're playing that game. I felt like everybody kind of played the same for the Flyers in the game. Yeah, some guys played better than others, and you're going to hear Torts say. Some guys play hard, but some guys play hard. And that quote resonates with me a ton. Some guys, yeah, they go out, they work hard, they play hard. But some guys go out, and when they, you, you say they play hard, they do everything very difficult for the opposition. They're hard on every board battle. They're hard on every puck. They're hard to move in front of the net. They're hard before the faceoff. The puck even hits the ice in the faceoff circle. They're a pain in the butt. They're hard to play against. A high level of intensity. I didn't see that high level of intensity in that game last night. And sometimes you need like you need that player that's got that. So other people see it and then they go, you know what? That's what it's going to take tonight. We're coming off a four-game road trip out of our time zone. We're coming off, uh, we're in a period of time in our schedule right now where we're not very good. We got to be harder to play against. We got to be stiffer. We got to do all of those things. I didn't see that in that game against Montreal. I didn't feel that watching it. I didn't feel like they were hard to play against. Yeah, I, I think there's always effort to varying degrees. And I don't think players were lazy in the game. But I don't think enough players were hard to play against. And look, Travis Konechny's out of the lineup. And he's one of those heartbeat guys and a motor guy. Your most skilled offensive player. And not having him, yeah, it's a void. But it's a void that needs to be filled. Somebody else needs to jump into it. And I get it's not every player's personality to jump in to be the chatterbox that he is or the chirper. But, geez, somebody's got to jump in there and grab that element that is now missing when he's out of the lineup. And I didn't feel like somebody did that. So when I look at this 3-7-3 three, three run, the last 13 games, it's not about the numbers. It's about on more than a couple of occasions, the team has not been hard to play against. And for the most part this season, they have been hard to play against. They lack high-end talent, but they've worked hard, and they've been a team that's been resilient. I feel like that's slipped over this 13 games. Not all of them, because obviously the game against Edmonton or the game against Calgary, they didn't slip in those games. The 4 nothing win over Winnipeg that they got right before... Their all-star break. Those were all really well-played games. But there's been a few in there that they haven't been nearly hard enough to play against. And they got an opportunity tonight to go into New Jersey and face a very good New Jersey Devils team. Very good New Jersey Devils team. And Tort says it in the press conference, which you'll hear in a minute. If they go in there and do what they did last night, they're going to get it fed to them. 
And they've gotten fed to them by a couple of really good teams this year. Now you look at what Boston did to them, beating them 6-0. They fed it to them. Toronto fed it to them earlier in the year. Well, New Jersey has got one more point than Toronto in one less game. 58 games played, 38-15-5, and 81 points. They're five points back of the Carolina Hurricanes for the top spot in the division. And they're 7-2-1 in their last 10. They're a good team. 17-11-2 at home. They're a team that if you don't go in there and play hard, minimize your mistakes, and be hard in every element of the game, you're not going to have a chance. So can they do that? Can they reverse course that quickly? The good news is, in hockey, you can. You can reverse course very quickly. You can be horrible one night. And just 21 hours from the final buzzer to the the drop of the next puck, you can be great. That's the weird thing and the randomness of hockey. But they're going to have to be a lot better. And the thing that, again, for me, that needs to happen is even if TK is not in that lineup tomorrow night, they got to be hard to play against. Who is going to jump up and be those couple of players that if everybody's not there at the beginning of the game, pulls everybody into it? That's the question. Because they're not a team that can just rely on game-breaking plays in a game to score some goals and outscore the competition. That's not how they're built at this current moment. So they need to be hard to play against. They need to play to that standard, that identity. Or you're going to get what happened last night, a lopsided loss. All right, let's hear from head coach John Tortorella after the game addressing the media. I thought Torch was rather subdued, and he knows his team better than I do. He's around them every day. He travels with them. He, all of those things. He was subdued and somewhat more understanding than I thought he'd be based on what I saw last night. I was surprised. He and I depart on this one. And we'll probably talk about it this week when he comes on the podcast. But with all that being said, here's the head coach after the 5-2 loss against Montreal. Right. And, uh, John, where did things sort of turn against your team tonight in your, in your estimation? Well, I thought we played, uh, we started the game well after the power play, uh, their first power play. Uh, wasn't much after. Played a little bit in the third for a few minutes, but we looked pretty sluggish through it. Are you surprised that they didn't have the energy coming off the road trip that didn't go the way you wanted you had a couple days off? Well, sometimes those road trips work against you. You're coming across the time zones. You, you just, you never know. Uh, that first game back's a tough one. I'm not sure if that's why. It, it, it's hard to pinpoint an answer. But as a group, we were sluggish right on through. John, we, uh, we talked to Scott Lawton a few minutes ago. He identified, he thought one of the problems was that, that the guys were too stretched out. There were defensemen and forwards of the other blue line. The gaps were too big. I guess, why do you think the team, do you agree, number one? And number two, if you do, why do you think the team was so disjointed? Uh, I think at times, uh, at other times, uh, that's part of offense, uh, trying to get in behind. Uh, I, I just don't think the, the, the biggest, the, I guess the biggest glare for me tonight is how many pucks we're beaten to. Uh, I think that spreads you out because uh, guys keep on going. When they think you're going to get the puck, they keep on going. But that, that's where, and, and listen, give Montreal credit. I don't care how many injuries they have. That's a quick team. Uh, they move the puck quick. 
uh, even with their injuries, they've got some skill there and uh, give them some credit. But I, that was the, that's what I saw fall apart for us uh, after the power play. They banged away on the power play. Um, and then they took over by, I thought they thought quicker and they were quicker to pucks. And that's why we get stuck in our end zone. As far as being stretched out, it's always important that you're connected in all three zones. Uh, yeah, at times we were, but uh, the, the biggest concern of mine was just the lack of quickness. Uh, two pucks, to the 50-50s, uh, so we can get going the other way instead of being stuck in our end zone. I guess kind of a, a follow-up to that about the lack of quickness. That was kind of what you said after, especially the first Seattle game. Yeah. This is three in the last six where yeah. you guys have lacked that quickness. Is How much of a concern is that, that it's it a recurring is. problem? Yeah, it's a concern. It, it, it It's a concern of mine, and I'm not going to name names. I, I, I've had a concern. I had a concern two months ago about some guys and how much I've played them through the first part of the year. And... When's it going to get, you know, they get caught up in that. Uh, uh, there's, there's two or three guys that I have concerns about with that. Uh, is that why? I don't know. It, it, it's so hard to, uh, when you, your whole team looks sluggish, to really pinpoint something. Um, but to answer your question, is it a concern? Absolutely. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's Go okay. Ahead. Thank you. When we spoke to Joel Farabee and Scott Lawton, they did mention the effort that they saw effort tonight. What do you think about the effort on the ice? Did you see it? Was it there to your standard, or do you think it needed improvement? Uh, there were some guys that competed hard. Uh, I'm not going to stand up here tonight and, uh, and tell you uh, that we got everything out of everybody. Uh, most nights, as I've said right along, it, is that hasn't been a problem. Tonight was, uh, it wasn't a full group effort. I'll put it to you that way. You talked about slow and sluggish. Owen Tippett on the other side of that looked like he was flying and then he got ice time sort of commensurate with a guy who was really had his motor going. Yeah, I, you know, when we put that, remember, we put that line together earlier this year with, uh, uh, with Beezer, him, and, and Frosty. Um, I like some of the minutes they played. Uh, uh, tip tip was a concern going concern all night long he he's uh i always tell you i think he's going to be a really good player for us and uh you, you lose another game you have some questions about certain things but i look at some some other things and where some players are improving as you forecast and you look to the future that's an exciting one is that goal at the end of the first period in the microcosm of what you're talking about that, that that's a that's a kick in the teeth. Yeah. You, you want to get out of a bad first period just down by a couple, and it's just a nothing play with three seconds left. Yorkie chases for no reason. Um, just kill the clock. All, all you have to do is just defend the most important ice in front of the net instead of chasing, and the period will run out. It's not like we have to break out or anything. The period's over. That's a hard one to swallow, uh, especially when the second half of the first period we were struggling. Zone penalties. How frustrated were you with where that occurred that first penalty? Yeah, yeah. There, those are tough ones. Tonight, that's not a, uh, that's not what's on my mind. There are a few other things other than the, the penalty uh, in the offensive zone. There are a few other things uh, that that we've got to watch and try to uh, uh, get better at. Uh, obviously, discipline's a very important one, but tonight there's a few other things on my mind other than that. Even less than what? 24 hours now, 
how important is that, especially like you just said about the team wasn't fully effort to up your standards? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll have a really tough time tomorrow if uh, uh, we don't, uh, and, and I, because you guys kind of run with it sometimes, I want to make sure, I don't think anybody uh, was lazy I just think, and I always, it, it's the only way I know how to put it, sometimes guys just play hard, and some guys play hard. I think we had a, a, a deficiency tonight. I, I don't think we're all there. Uh, I'm hoping we answer the proper way. Uh, we'll get it fed to us tomorrow. So in the context that you attributed to the sluggishness that you were referring to, were you able to keep like the Canadians playing fast? and? Mm -hmm coming back from, from the Western Swing, are you able to keep that in perspective within game, or is that something that comes to you after the game? I mean, as far as the trip coming back and, and playing this game? Yeah, just that context that you provided for what you saw on the ice side, does that come to you in game, or is it after no, the game that you've had a chance to it, cool down for a before the, Even before the game. It, it's, just, it's, just, it's just known, and, and i got to be careful, because I don't want to use it as an excuse. you got to fight through it. But they're tough games. That first game back, it... it and you talk to any player, any coach in the league, they're always a tough, it's a tough game coming off the West Coast. And um, tried to do it, I think we did it the right way. It was a long travel day, gave them a full day off uh, yesterday. Uh, but those time zones, it gets to you. Um, did, and again, I don't know if that's the reason, but that, I certainly have to keep that in mind uh, as far as, especially when you see a whole group do it. You know, we just weren't quick and didn't read plays. And, and that, that was the, again, that was the hard part for me, just losing so many puck battles and the quickness to it. Uh, yeah, so I don't know, we'll, we'll find out tomorrow. We'll, we got another one pretty soon. When, what went into the decision to play uh, Justin Braun on the wing tonight? I wanted to play Justin Braun on the wing tonight. And we, we're going to use him. Uh, Penalty killing, Shaws was interested in using him in penalty killing. Um, I, I want to play Bronner. I just haven't seen enough from Kiefer uh, to keep him in the lineup. Uh, we wanted a utility coming off. A, uh, if we had a power play, we were going to use Bronner in that situation because Tony and Yorkie would be on a power play. So we had some thoughts about playing him some defense too, but uh, I wanted to put him in the lineup. And, I, I just don't, I think Kiefer's trying. Uh, I just don't think uh, he's done enough to stay in the lineup. All right, there he is, Flyers head coach John Tortorella addressing the media after the 5-2 loss against the Montreal Canadiens. Again, very subdued, somewhat understanding, but he is right. Some guys play hard and some guys play hard. They needed more guys in that game to play hard, not just hard. There's a difference in the way and what those two words mean to me. It's the same word, but the way they're said is a big difference, and the way it's played is an even bigger difference. So we'll see what the lineup is tonight, if the Flyers go 11-7 and seven again in the game, or if Kiefer Bellows draws back in, or maybe Travis Konechny, who knows. We'll see what happens as they take on the Devils tonight. We'll break that down tomorrow, so I hope you'll join us then on a Sunday edition of a brand-new Flyers Daily.